Welcome to Recloseted Radio. This is the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing clothing brand, or making a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted. Each week, I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. It is time for a catch-up episode, and the last CEO Confessions episode did so well, so thank you so much for listening and for your kind words and for your feedback. In my last CEO Confessions episode, which was episode 125, I mentioned that I was doing a lot of upcoming traveling, I was going to a lot of different conferences, and if you follow us at Recloseted on Instagram, you'll know that I shared a lot of the behind the scenes and the stories, so make sure you follow us if you haven't already. And I am in this episode going to candidly share how living that digital nomad life was for the past two months and how it's been and how it's going how I feel currently about my career, and then a fun update on my financial situation. And the reason I'm being so transparent is because my note about having losses or not having profit right now and really investing heavily in my business resonated with a lot of you, which is why I'm continuing to be so candid and vulnerable with all of you in hopes that it just helps you because I think it's so important that we talk about these types of things and we don't just always talk about the highlight reels of running a business. And before we dive in, I wanted to say that for this summer, I am going to be conducting eight consulting intensives. And if you haven't heard, these consulting intensives are an opportunity to get one-on-one strategy consulting with myself. And in these sessions, I develop customized solutions and roadmaps to tackle any challenges you're currently facing in your business. So for example, I can review your plans for an upcoming launch, talk about how you can recession-proof your business, review your margins and your financials, and also talk to you about your marketing strategy and your scaling tips, literally anything under the sun and any challenges you are facing right now. Like I mentioned, I'm only offering eight sessions this summer. So if you want my one-on-one help, you can go to www.recloseted.com CI. And on that page, there will be more information and an opportunity to book. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Our handle is just at Recloseted. Or you can send us an email to hello at Recloseted.com. All the information will also be in the show notes for you as well. To kick things off, I wanted to talk about the traveling. So traveling is super glamorous and I am not going to complain about traveling because I have wanted to travel again for so long with the pandemic and it was honestly so nice to be on a plane again and meet people in person and There's a lot of clients that we were able to meet in person for the very first time, even after working with them for years, because, you know, throughout the pandemic, we weren't able to travel and meet them and we only did Zoom calls. So that was really, really cool. And then the other, I guess, glamorous thing about being your own boss and setting your own hours is the fact that you can travel the world and work from a beach or do whatever you want. And I think that this digital nomad lifestyle is highly glamorized, but the reality of it is quite different. At least it was for me. 
I knew it wasn't going to be all sunshine and rainbows, but I did actually find it very difficult to work while traveling because when I first got there, so I was going essentially from Vancouver to London, UK, and then I was traveling a lot over Europe. And the time zone difference was really gnarly, but I used to pride myself on never getting jet lag. So I was literally like booking meetings the next day and like really wanting to be productive and trying to stay up. But I don't know if it's like an age thing or if it's the fact that I haven't traveled in so long, but my circadian rhythm got all sorts of messed up and I was literally waking up at 3 a.m. and not being able to go back to sleep and it was rough for like the first few days. And so in the future, I am really going to buffer the first few days because I am going to be back and forth quite a lot with client meetings and all those different types of things. But yeah, I found that to be really stressful and I know a lot of you listening are like, Selena, jet lag is a thing. How did you not know? But honestly, I've just never experienced it before. I've always been very fortunate. But yeah, I yeah, it just really hit me like a ton of bricks this time around. So that was difficult, but that was only like the first couple of days. And then after that, I am definitely someone that loves my office setup. So my nice big monitor, my ergonomic keyboard, my nice chair, my stand-up desk. And then obviously I didn't have that while I was traveling, so I made do. But I definitely think I'm most productive when I have my setup, and that probably makes the most sense. And then I think the other thing too is just the mindset of working while traveling because... If I was working too much, I would feel bad because I had literally paid so much money on like airfare or train tickets or a hotel or Airbnb, whatever it is. And I was literally working, which is what I could have been doing at home. But then if I was going out too much and sightseeing and traveling, I would also feel guilty because I felt like I wasn't networking or I wasn't checking things off my to-do list or I wasn't working. And so I feel like that was just a mindset thing that I need to work through. And, you know, that was a little bit, of added mindset or brain power that I didn't really need to be spending but all in all it was a really fun trip though like the global fashion summit was great in Copenhagen I absolutely loved Copenhagen it was so amazing just to be able to bike all over the city and meet people that were able to like first of all everyone in Copenhagen speaks like perfect English and all the Dutch people are beautiful they're all like tall gorgeous blonde and it was it was so cool to see and they're all so 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 nice and all of them are super into conscious lifestyles and sustainability so that was really cool and then we were also in Oxford for a week because my partner currently goes there so it was actually really cool to meet master's students and talk to them about these different things a lot of them are into sustainability in their respective fields as well so it was really cool to see their different perspectives from all over the world and then we were of course in London for a really long time because that's where I'm spending half of my time now so really meeting a lot of different partners and clients and then we were off to Paris for my birthday which was really really nice so yeah it was just a lot of packing unpacking and moving and you know at the end of the day I am so 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 grateful to be able to travel and I will not ever complain because we weren't able to do that for a few years but I do think that next time around there are a few things that I'm going to be implementing and so if you're also going to be traveling and working here are my tips for you. My first realization is the fact that I can probably only personally go to a maximum of two conferences a quarter. That means that ideally I'm going to a conference one month, digesting it, making sure I fully utilize all the contacts I've made, have a month of rest and like catching up on work, and then I go to another conference. I was literally going to back-to-back mentorship sessions, conferences, and all these things because I think that 
the pandemic and the world was kind of opening back up again so everyone had these things back to back but oh my god it was so tiring and as someone that's an introvert and also as someone that is also traveling and jet lag like it was a lot so I really think next time I need to spread it out and or if we really need to attend a conference and I'm just not up for it like send someone else on the team to go and so quick plug on episode 129 if you haven't listened already I summarized all my learnings and takeaways from the global fashion summit in Copenhagen so make sure you go and listen because that was a really good episode and then my other learning is to do shortened work days so when I was in these different areas and kind of pressuring myself to work I still somehow expected myself to work the full like seven and a half or eight hour work day and then be able to sightsee and go for dinner and go do all these things and I was just exhausted so I realized that a four-hour workday when I'm traveling works the best and then I definitely want to prioritize meeting people because that's the whole reason I'm there to make connections and what I've done is really made like a list of coffee shops and or restaurants that I want to try in certain cities and then trying to meet people at those places so I kind of get to kill two birds with one stone. And then my last one is just blocking off at least the first two days that I'm going back and forth and just assuming that I'm going to be tired and jet lagged. I really feel like this is a basic that everyone else is like, duh, this is something you should do. But honestly, I used to be so lucky. I used to never get jet lagged. So now I know we're going to pepper it into my schedule and just, you know, do that. And so, yeah, those are some things, but it definitely isn't as glamorous as it is on Instagram. I will say that, you know, a lot of the times you are tired, you feel dirty. And that's the big thing. I'm like a huge germaphobe. So, you know, you feel dirty and in the UK and in Europe, like washing machines are very different. Everyone washes on cold, which is amazing. But then also a lot of washing machines don't have dryers. And so you have to like really plan your washing cycle. And it's like a whole thing. And literally only someone that's a germaphobe and an OCD person would care about this. But (laughs) you guys get to learn a lot more about me in this episode. But at the end of the day, you're just not in your own space and that's totally fine. But I think not being in your own space and not feeling settled for a long period of time isn't great for me personally. Like it's not just something I can do. So now that we have our flat in London and we're settled and obviously I still have my place here in Vancouver and I'm going to be going back and forth over the next year, I think it'll be better because we have like the home base and then we can kind of travel from Vancouver and travel from London. But anyways... I think that those were my learnings and if any of you are traveling and working, I hope that these tips are helpful for you. And then also just the catch up too because I know a lot of you were excited for me to travel and kind of living vicariously through me and so I hope that this also shows you that it's not just all glitzy and glamorous, although Paris was very glitzy and glamorous, I loved it, but you know like it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time and it is important to be able to balance your life so that you are traveling, you are meeting people, but you're also making time for yourself as well. But I will say, I feel like in my entire career, this is the most fulfilled and happy I've ever felt. And don't get me wrong, when I started Recloseted and I was side hustling, I felt super fulfilled as well. But I had to split my time between Recloseted and my 9 to 5 job. And then even when I quit, I feel like it still wasn't the full extent because I couldn't travel and I couldn't experience the full I guess, benefits of being a full-time entrepreneur. But now that we're kind of back into the swing of things and we have the strategy and we have an amazing team and things are set up, I feel so happy about what I'm doing and I feel so fulfilled. 
And I went to business school. I was fed the Kool-Aid of climbing the corporate ladder and working a nine to five job. And I'm not saying that's bad or that's wrong, but I'm just saying that wasn't for me. But in the particular business school I went to, that was really the golden standard and everyone essentially followed that path. And so to not be on that path and follow my own path was definitely scary, but I've never felt more happy in my life about my career and that's honestly something I'm so grateful about and I'm so genuinely happy with my career and with my job right now but it wasn't always this way like it took years and years to get to this point I side hustled for years and it does not happen overnight but I'm just so proud of myself and I'm just so I I don't want to say the word happy again, but I just really feel so fulfilled and I really hope that all of you listening can also feel this fulfilled about what you do for your job as well. And if there's one thing I've learned about being in Europe is their approach to work. And I think it's so great because they do not live to work like some of us do in North America. They really just work to live and they take nice long lunches. They are going out for happy hours. They're going and traveling and taking holidays, you know, like it's a whole different lifestyle. And I think the point is to be able to balance yourself and have that career fulfillment so that even if you do have to work long hours, which I still do because we're a founder, we're entrepreneur, hello, we need to do that. But even if you're working long hours, at least you love what you're doing and you're learning and you feel fulfilled right? So that's just something I wanted to share. I know it's super cheesy and it's not always, I don't know, sometimes I feel bad saying that because I know for so long I really felt so lost in my career and I really was like, is this it? You know, like sitting in my cubicle going like, is this all there is to life? But I just feel so proud that I'm on the other side and I'm able to do this and make something that's fully mine, but also brings me so much joy and also is transforming the fashion industry. So I guess it's a bit of a brag, but I did want to share with you because I honestly would not be able to do any of this without any of your support. And of course, without our amazing, amazing clients. So just big thank you that this gets to be my job and it's all thanks to all of you. But the flip side to that is, of course, the financial items. So I kind of talked about the negative profit or the loss in the last CEO Confessions episode. And we are now breaking even again, which is really great because I was really conscious of our costs and all that stuff. But in order to do that, I am not paying myself. So even though I have a career fulfillment, I have never had such little income for myself. And I hate playing into this mentality that, you know, starting a business and doing all this stuff, like you're going to be broke and you're going to be not making any money. But I do think for periods of time, you need to be smart about how you invest your money. And I'm just simply in a growth phase right now where I am heavily investing in the business. We're hiring a lot of team members. And one very, very important value for me is to pay everyone that works for me fair. So we're doing that. I'm also investing in a lot of technologies for our clients to up our client experience and really be able to work with them to the best of our abilities. And then like I talked about, we're doing a lot of traveling, we're attending conferences and all that stuff. And so with all of these really important investments, I've made the decision to forego an income for myself for the time being. And I know a few other entrepreneurs that are doing the same thing. And I know some of our clients actually are in a similar situation right now as well. And so if you're in this situation, just know that there is no shame in this. Most successful million, billion, trillion dollar businesses were successful because the founder or the founders invested in their business and they believed in it and they lived a minimal or scrappy lifestyle to make it happen. 
However, that being said, I do have some tips if you're in this boat because it is really, really important to make sure that you're not spending your life savings or any of that stuff. So here's some of my tips if you're currently in a position where you're not paying yourself for the time being and you're really investing in your business. My first tip is to have a really strong boundary around how much of your savings you're going to dip into. It is very important for the founder to invest in their business because if you don't invest in your own business, who will, right? But you also want to make sure that you can still take care of yourself, you can pay your bills, you can have a roof over your head, and you also want to have an emergency fund just in case anything happens. Knock on wood, nothing happens, but you never know, so you just want to make sure that you can still take care of yourself. My second tip for you is to see if you can supplement your income in other ways if needed. And I do not want you to go out and get a 9 to 5 job because that's not really what's going to be helpful to growing your business, especially if you're in the scaling phase. But if you're able to do some freelance work or some contract work that is really high from an hourly perspective and you can just kind of clock in your hours and clock out, that might be beneficial just so that you can continue to support yourself and then the business's income can just stay within the business and you can reinvest it. I talked a little bit more about this in the last episode, which is episode 133, where I talked about how to recession-proof your business. So if you're curious about that at all, you can go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't already. And then my last tip to you is probably easier said than done, but really try not to stress about money too much because that stress and that anxiety is just wasted energy that you could be spending literally making money. And so one tip for not stressing about money, because I know it's hard, but if you can make it more logical versus emotional, that's been really helpful for me. And what I mean by that is just mapping out how much money you intend to invest into your business, how you're going to utilize it, when you expect to see a return, and then subsequently how much you're going to spend, what that gap is or what that delta is, and then make a plan. And so for me, I have a plan not to pay myself for the summer, but when it comes to September after I launch, I'm going to start paying myself again. And so really making sure that I personally have a plan for the rest of the summer. And then also for your situation, if you know, for example, you're not going to be paying yourself for the next couple of months or maybe the next six months or whatever it is, making a plan that you can take care of all of your expenses and your bills. And then if you notice that there is that delta or that gap, just making a plan around it. And instead of freaking out and just having this narrative that you don't have enough money, you actually need to get your head out of the sand and really look at the numbers. So don't be afraid of the numbers. The numbers are your friend. And when you know what's going on, then you can plan for it and take action. Another thing that can help you to be more logical versus emotional when it comes to your money is to also just write down all your worst fears and all your worst nightmares and then figuring out a plan or solution to all those worst fears. And honestly, realizing that a lot of those worst fears probably won't happen was also something that happened to me during this exercise. So definitely do this, you know, like, oh my God, I'm going to go broke or like, oh my God, I'm going to be like debt and, you know, all this stuff. Like write down all the fears you have have and then write out solutions that you would do if those things happened and more often than not you realize that your own fear and your own anxiety are just really silly sometimes and it's probably not going to happen but it is helpful for you to just like brain dump it all out and then that way it's just not in your subconscious and bothering you and holding you back. 
And so I am going to wrap it up here. It's been a whirlwind couple of months. And like I said, I am just so grateful. It is so freaking cool to meet some of you in real life and also meet some of our amazing clients in real life. And I am just so, so, so happy that I'm able to travel and work. And even though I complained a little bit in this episode, I still am so grateful and fulfilled like I keep talking about in this episode. And again, it's all thanks to all of you. And it's all thanks to our amazing clients. And it's also really promising to see just all the change that's happening in the industry. Do I worry that it's not happening fast enough? Yes, but it's happening nonetheless. So we'll just keep fighting the good fight. And in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you want to take advantage of any of the consulting intensives, remember I only have eight spots this summer, make sure you go to www.recloseted.com slash CI link is also in the show notes to snag your spot we are doing beta prices i don't know if i mentioned that at the top of the episode but they are beta price points right now so this prices will be increasing after the summer so if you are interested in working with me one-on-one for a power strategy session for an hour make sure you snag your spot and last but not least if any of this resonated with you or if you want to share your own stories or advice please dm me at recloseted or send me an email to hello at recloseted.com i really enjoyed reading your feedback from the last episode and honestly the reason i keep going even when it's tough is because of all of the lovely messages i receive from all of you as well as the honor i have of being involved in your entrepreneurial journeys i am so honored that i get to mentor some of you directly and indirectly and it's so amazing that we all get to work together to transform the fashion industry. So I know there's a lot of cheesiness in this episode, but I am just really grateful and really thankful for all of you. So huge thank you and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. And that concludes this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Recloseted. Make sure you subscribe to our Recloseted Radio podcast on your preferred podcast platform so that new episodes are automatically downloaded and you don't miss any of our free resources. Lastly, don't forget to rate our podcast five stars and leave us a positive review. That really helps us and continues to allow us to provide this podcast for free. Together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.